now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? The best in the business is back in business. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, fresh off of the expo, and my voice is still shot. I was sick last week, and then my voice gotten better just in time for me to use it all day at the expo. And here we are on Tuesday night, and I still sound like absolute crack. But joining me fresh off our trip from Canton, we got Phil Porkman Simmons, we got Nate Christian, and I know he will be there next year. We also have Shevin Nooney. Also want to say hats off to the ladies of the Rewind that made the trip. Anna Christian, Jenna Bauer, Monica Simmons, Alanis Van Duzer, who, by the way, is the way cooler half of the Van Duzer fan. <laughs> want to throw that out there. And uh, hoping Melissa and Emily get there next year as well. Bob, we love you. You know, your wife is your wife's awesome, dude. Seriously, Alanis is great. So shout out to Alanis and all the ladies of the Dynasty Rewind. But let's get back into it. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? We're doing great. We're doing great. We miss Chev. We miss Chev mm-hmm. a whole bunch. Yes. A lot. But we did have a great time. Yeah, we yeah, did. for sure. I was I was elated there. We just had a we had an awesome time. Met a whole bunch of people, new Twitter guys, even got an interview with Marcus Grant, which was freaking awesome, too. So it was like, you know, seeing him there is like, wow. But <laughs> it was it was a good time having all the the, the Dynasty Rewind wives, like you said, Mike, having that there. It was like a perfect, like, support system, which helped us out a, a ton with, you know, organizing us. And, you know, yeah. so we're not all, have yeah. stuff all over the place. You know, you looked around. We were the only family there. Yeah, we, we're family. This podcast is family, and you could see it with how we rolled up Sunday. We were the only family there, man. Would you I, say we rolled deep? Oh, we did. We did. Were we rolling dirty? Is that used in the context? Uh, white no, and nerdy. Dirty, dirty means so. we probably white and nerdy. Yeah, yeah. White and nerdy might have been the way to go. <laughs> it's definitely me. I just love how Porkman says, "Oh, we were so elated," and it's like the most chill laid back face he didn't look happy at all when he said that so well, if you watch it online his, he was reading from his thesaurus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time uh thank you for everybody who came out and supported us and said hey at the booth to all our new friends and listeners out there welcome in welcome to the shit show this is what we got going on so this week we're going to be our well, this episode i should say as you know we're all splitting it up wednesday friday and monday releases for your listening pleasure Today, we're going to be talking about some mustache running backs. So we've beat these rookies to death here a little bit. We know what they're all about. Go get Jalen Warren. You're welcome, everybody. Um, but, you know, it's it's sometimes you have deeper benches. You should have a deep bench. You know, I hate when you have a dynasty league, you're starting how many? You got like an eight-man bench, two IR spots, hardly any uh, taxi spots. I hate stuff like that. So nice deep bench. That's how we like it. So, you know, we're going to tell you why we believe they are a mustache and dynasty why we think they're worthy of that and you know guys that maybe you're just not really thinking about right now so let's start it off with our very own running back whisperer nick christian who i think would just play wide receiver like wide receiver quarterback would there be tight ends in there uh i i like i like throwing harrison bryant out of my starting lineup i like you know grabbing you know jacob harris as a deep sleeper uh though he's not a tight end anymore actually that is so true. yeah i play wide receiver tight end who cares about the quarterbacks? Who cares about the running backs? Um, maybe kickers too. 
Oh dang! Okay. Why not? I got. I, I want Justin Tucker on my roster somehow. Kickers need love. Yeah, they do. Now, my mustache running back does not have a mustache. Is is he uh, able to be picked? You Actually, have- he has a mustache. He has a mustache. That's my mustache player. I hope all of your mustache players have mustaches because that was obviously our criteria for tonight. Um, it's Chuba Hubbard. I don't know why people think that Donta Foreman is a thing. He's he's not. He hasn't been for a long time. People have been stashing him for three have basically gotten nothing out of it. it. Chuba had a good rookie year, and he was playing in place of a guy who's oft injured over the past couple of years. Are we expecting CMC to play all 17 games this year? Probably not. You're going to be pretty happy if he plays 12 games for you this year, but that would leave five games for Chuba to start because he started the preseason game. He started the preseason game over Donta Foreman. So we're talking about CMC's running back backup, okay, his handcuff. And this guy is going right now at RB63 on keep trade cut. I mean, this, this guy's being valued lower than many other running backs that like people might be talking about cutting. And this is the handcuff to one of the more injured running backs in the past two seasons on a team that's going to run the ball. And last year, Chupa Hubbard, he, don't, he didn't explode when he had his chances, but he played pretty well. You know, if you look at the stats of what he was facing last year, he faced a lot of stack boxes. You think about that team, you have Sam Donald, you have whatever else they're throwing out there at quarterback. You know, the defenses were not scared of the Panthers throwing the ball last year. So when Chuba Hubbard was in, he was facing, you know, a lot of defenders in the box just about every single down. But that didn't stop him. He still put up decent numbers, and he had a huge advantage and with almost a 5% breakaway run rate. So that's percentage of his carries 15 yards or more, like 5% of his carries. Big runs. And that's something we saw in college football on his prospect profile. So this is a guy that I think you got to take a chance on because he's going to give you some big weeks if he gets his place to start again. And I think it's a good chance. And, hey, if they try to take touches down for CMC, Chuba's going to be the one to pick him up. So an easy buy here at running back 63. Uh, you can you can move another running back like Trey Sermon or Dearness Johnson for this guy straight up probably. Or you could just throw a third out there. I think either one you're getting a good value. I agree. Hey, for the record, too, I just did the math. Christian McCaffrey has missed 23 games in his career. And as of right now, we all know that I love our lads. They do have the, I'm sorry, Chuba Hubbard as the third string running back. So that should drive his value down even more. I agree. I think Dante Foreman is not the guy. I think it's Chuba. I liked what I saw from him last year. Saw him play a little bit against the Eagles. He did really well, too. Um, Ran for over 100 yards. I don't think he did much in the receiving game. Um, but that was one game where the Eagles actually did get after the quarterback pretty well in Sam Darnold. Um, so I do like that pick a lot, and I agree with you. And let's move on. Chev, who is your running back stash for us? Yeah, and this guy has a mustache as well, also a beard. So, I mean, it definitely plays Ooh. out for him in this mustache situation. It's going to be Eno Benjamin. Uh, as a resident Arizona Cardinals fan, I was able to go to a practice, and Eno Benjamin was involved a lot in two running back sets. He was the guy that was getting the the, the first touches uh, with James Conner as well. So Eno Benjamin is a guy that he is RB57 to keep Trey Cut, RB69 in DLF. 
You basically can give up a fourth round pick for this guy. And he could be a viable starter for you at some point in the season. We all seen James Conner not be somebody that can stay healthy, or he's a player that seems to be playing through an injury almost every single week. I can remember last year where there was times I didn't even know James Conner was going to play, but he ends up showing up and playing anyways, just because he was on, he was on the, the injury report all week long. And the, Reports where he's not even practicing, he's not even doing anything out there. But James Conner is obviously a guy that is a tough player, battled through cancer, defeated that. So I don't have any any quorums against him. I know he's definitely going to ball out and show out every single week. But Eno Benjamin's a guy that I would definitely want to stash on my roster as he's the next man up in Arizona. He's the guy that is probably going to fill the Chase Edmonds role a little bit. He's going to be somebody that catches passes out the backfield and gets gets some yards that way. And he's also going to get opportunity to rush the football as well. They're going to do a lot of misdirection if it's two running back set, I'd imagine, to James Conner. And then look who's slipping out the other side is, is Eno Benjamin. So Eno Benjamin's a guy that, you know, I drafted him in the 16th round yesterday in a mock draft. And if I'm getting a guy – that could be an RB1 in Arizona if their running back goes down, that's huge. You're getting a guy that can get six catches a game at that point. And, I mean, that alone gives you value at that position because everything after that is almost bonus. So Eno Benjamin's a guy that I would love to target later on in drafts. You're giving up a fourth-round pick for him, which maybe you get Tyquan Thorne who shows up in preseason and whatnot, but – you never know at those fourth round picks. So I'm willing to to bet on Eno Benjamin to give me a better season than what he's shown his previous career so far. Uh, that's why I want to stash him, man. I think he's got opportunity galore in Arizona. I hate that. And right now he is listed as the backup behind James Conner ahead of Daryl Williams, Jonathan Ward, and uh, draft pick Keontae Ingram is putting – he's at fifth right now. And then we also have uh, – Looks like he was a UDFA. TJ Pledger from Utah is on the roster as well. So uh, okay. great pick, Eno Benjamin. They're making the most out of that seventh round pick. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Philip, hi. Seen enough of hi. you lately. Um, who is your running back stash? Uh, my stash, um, he does not have a mustache, but, um, and he was a reason why Puka Williams, uh, Puka Williams stayed and he left. But I think we see that he wound up turning out to be the better prospect out of the two, and that is Khalil Herbert um, from the Chicago Bears. Um, we saw a lot of promise from him last year, and he turned out to be someone that, you know, we can start, but he was also probably one of those flip um, flip type of uh, players that you can get uh, value for during last year when he had uh, really good games last year. So fast forward to this year, they finally got rid of Trash Nagy. Now we're into the Eberflus polls, <laughs> the Eberflus polls uh, regime, and I think they are the type of people they're going to try to uh, shove the ball down your throat twenty four seven. And I think with a David Montgomery on that team, and I have to believe this is the last year on his deal, they're going to run him to the ground. And there is a possibility that he may get some injuries. And with some injuries, we saw what Khalil Herbert did last year when uh, Montgomery was out. So it's going to get to a point where, okay, if he gets injured, it's a possibility that the Chicago Bears do not resign this man. And small possibility, if they're not able to get a running back in his next class, 
Khalil Herbert could be the RB one on this team next year, and this is a person that I won I won on my uh, on my on my dynasty league for next year because you know you can get him for cheap now, maybe a late third, early fourth if possible, depending on how people are valuing him at this point. But I I, I like to see it. Um, uh, so last year I believe he had two games. Yeah, one game, 97 yards, rushing on 19 carries, 18 carries, 100 yards, 23 carries, 72 yards. That shows me that he can he can carry the rock when when given the opportunity to do so. So if if you see something like that, hey, why not why not throw something out there for him? Um, so I, I have him on a ton of my leagues um, because I know me and Mike um, when we were scouting him, we we liked him a ton, but you know. Just value off a of base of value, we're able to get him late in those fourth round picks, um, in those rookie drafts. That's why we go so deep in these rookie classes because there are some diamonds in the rough. I, I think this is a diamond in the rough for uh, Dynasty for um, a little bit this year because I think he's going to get some valuable carries, maybe eight to eight to nine touches a game, um, just to spell a uh, David Montgomery. But uh, I think he gives you a small amount of value this year and a potential great value for next year. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see a little more of the receiving work for Cleo Herbert. I know they, they didn't really ask him to do it. Just 14 catches last year, whereas David Montgomery does average 40 catches a year right around there. So um, that's something to just consider. I feel like people might think that David Montgomery is just a running running back, but I feel like he is a three-down back. So yeah. we'll yeah. see what happens there. Um, I do like the pick, though. Just looking at their depth chart, there's nobody really – I mean, Darrington Evans is on the roster. Some people like Ebner. Ebner's not bad. Yeah, they do. Ebner a lot. They do. I just think as what Luke Gessie comes in from the Packers. Samante Tuggle. What about him, Chev? Yeah, you might want to tug Ooh. him out of your lineup there. <laughs> um, but as Luke Gessie comes from the Packers, I mean, they love to use two running backs. You saw last season, you got A.J. Dillon. You got Aaron Jones splitting work. It works out for them. And that's what mm-hmm. we're seeing. We talked about this. I mean, it seems like almost every episode I bring this up, sadly. But <laughs> this league is its not what it used to be. There's mm-hmm. going to be backfields that are shared. And this is a backfield that's going to be shared. I mean, just plain and simple. If you have David Montgomery, don't be expecting him to be having the lion's share of the load because it's not going to happen. It's not. Where's Anthony Miller? Is he? Oh, he's with the Steelers now. Yeah, he's just the Steelers, but he's also hurt. Season. He's done this year. I'm looking at the the Bears depth chart and just looking at these wide receivers, they're giving Justin Fields the Carson Wentz 2020 treatment. (laughs) They're just like, it's like Equinemius. Mooney, Pringle. And I like Darnell Mooney. Nikhil Harry, Dante Bryce, Isaiah Coulter. Daz Newsome. That's when when Porkman said I'm they're gonna shove it down your throat. I just kind of laughed a little bit because their offensive line is so bad. I don't know how they're gonna right. be able to do that. They're We're gonna, gonna get it but, shoved down but, our throat. When when it comes down to it though, he's gonna get killed because if nobody can get open, well, you're gonna yep. kill your quarterback. You you're gonna have to save him. So they're gonna have to <laughs> run the ball at some point and, and make something work, make something out of nothing. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if Justin Fields is just like I retire, I'm gonna be like, dude, I get it. <laughs> like I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got Nathan Peterman and Trevor Simeon to back it up though. So um oh, hey, boy. hopefully Chicago turns it around. You know what I mean? I, I like I hope so. Um, all right. 
So let's move on to mine. And I'm kind of a fan of Jamal Williams. So I just think at this point, you know, he's running back 54 and keep trade cut. Running back 62 on DLF. Everyone talks about DeAndre Swift, but what they're not talking about is a lot of unrealized potential DeAndre Swift has. He hasn't really done much with yet. He's missed seven games in two seasons, which I know isn't a lot. But I'll tell you what, if you want that, let's get Miles Sanders. He's missed eight games in two years, and he's a lot cheaper than DeAndre Swift, who I think right now, what do we say? He was the running back three, something like that, as far as ADP goes. Um, I don't think the other competition is anything great. Craig Reynolds, Godwin, something. I don't know how to say that. Like, whatever. Jamar Jefferson, who's fine, and Justin Jackson. I think he's a good stash. I mean, look at his 2021 season. 13 games played. He started 11 games, mind you. 153 carries for 601 yards and three touchdowns. 26 catches for 157 yards, no touchdowns there. However, starting 11 games, I like him as a flex play. Now, when I'm talking about, look, you know, we're stashing these guys. He could be a good flex to roll out. DeAndre Swift get hurt. I think he's the clear-cut guy. And we've seen Swift get banged up a little bit. And even when he came back last year, he didn't look like he was his usual explosive self. Um, so just looking at cost, I wanted to just look it up right before the show to kind of get as fresh as possible because you know me i'm so fresh <laughs> i've seen fourths or some lesser people in some you know people's eyes like dearness johnson alan lazard brian edwards i saw kind of like a straight up trade i've even seen some trades and like when i do the dlf trade fighter like you just have a player going to one team and the other team is offering nothing i don't really know what that's all about there could be debbie <clears throat> but usually it says asset to be named later so usually i stay away from trades like that though so it could be a devi trade or something like that so i like jamal williams and again he could be like a little bit of a devin singletary style flex play for you so we will see what happens to the team that i predict we saw in the nfc we we saw last year he um he actually was gave you a little bit of value in the beginning of the season they kept trying to tell us like hey he's Mm -hmm. going to get some run and we actually i think it was like one game he actually started when DeAndre Swift was 100% healthy, I was like, what the hell is this about? But they tried to tell us, and he actually didn't look too bad. So, You know what else? You're right. Week one, the Buffalo Bills also told us Zach Moss is not a thing. So, you know, these guys, when they're 100% healthy, if they're inactive early in the season, pay attention because that's that's going to really project Oh yeah, how the rest of the season goes for them and your team. So let's do a little bit of a rapid fire. So I'm just going to throw it to you guys. And, you know, real quick, I'll throw it to one person and then we'll move on to the next one. So, Nate, Isaiah Spiller, are we going to stash or pass? He's running back 33 on keep trade cut, running back 42 on DLF. Yeah, I'm stashing Isaiah Spiller. I picked up a lot of him in the second round of rookie drafts this year. I thought it was a value because he was my running back three. And while I did have him like, you know, a tier down from the one and two in this class, getting my RB3 in the second round, like a mid second round pick, pretty good. So I'm stashing him, seeing what happens because the stuff coming out of training camp sounds good. Find Austin Eckler. I got to go back to you again, real quick. Isaiah Pacheco running back 52 on keep trade cut, <laughs> and he has no DLF ADP. He, I'm selling Isaiah Pacheco. I don't have any Isaiah Pacheco to sell. But if I did, I would sell. This seems like a classic preseason training camp hype guy who doesn't do anything in the season, though 
he has been getting a lot of noise, you know, just consistently uh, day in and day out. So I do think there's a chance he's something, you know, there is some unknowns there, but for me with this hype rising to where it is, I'm looking to flip him for something I feel better about. I'm stashing. I've been on him since we watched the film for the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash times rewind. I'm an Isaiah Pacheco fan. I think he's in a fantastic spot. Spot. Your boy stashing him. Heard it here first. Brian Ford heard it here first. So go to the Patreon. Chev, I think you're a fan. I can't remember. It's hard to remember if everybody who everybody likes, but Zamir White <laughs> running back 44 and keep trade cut, running back 50 on DLF. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a stash. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen in that running back room after this season. I think he's somebody that runs powerful, and I think that's something that they're going to want in their lineup. I mean, you have guys all around the field at wide receiver and tight end that can do all the outside work. Now you just kind of need a guy that can just bang people around in the middle of the field, and I think somehow that's Zamir White. Uh, I still like Jacobs a lot this year. I think he has a lot of value left to go uh, in his contract. And I think wherever he goes, I think he's going to have good value as well. But Zamir White is a guy that I'm definitely stashing. I agree. Stash Zamir White by Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Do the yeah. year of rostering both running backs on the same team and cash in next year. Um, Phillip, Tyron Davis Price, running back 49 on keep trade cut, running back 54 on DLF. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to pass. Personally, what about yourself? I'm passing, too. I, I, I don't have time for him to wait to maybe break out or maybe not. They got Elijah Mitchell. They got Jeff Wilson Jr., who won't go away. And they but also Jeff have Wilson Trey Jr. Sermon. Good when he's in the lineup, man. He's right. a good he machine. Yeah, but he also gets hurt, too. So it's like it's something you can't trust. But when they, they believe in him, so that's why he's still on the team. Um, so Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr. And there's some good reports on Trey Sermon, which I really don't know if it's true or not. I know his freaking right. Shanahan's doghouse is freaking terrible. Um, but I also didn't like ty- uh, TDP's um, his film as it was anyway. So I'm not too sure of how he's going to do. So that's just a pass for me. I don't I don't trust it. Throw in Trey Lance as well. I mean, he's running the football. So I yeah. got some touches. Right. Yep. I think the only guy I want from the 49ers backfield is Elijah Mitchell. To be Elijah with you. Mitchell. Nate, I'm probably not going to go back to you because I know you don't like running backs. <laughs> please, please don't. Chef Pierre Strong, <laughs> running back 59 on keep trade cut, running back 68 on DLF. I'm passing, man. I don't know who to trust at New England, man. I just made Bobby Hill look like a, a god <laughs> in a tweet. 3,000 plus likes somehow. That was great, but, by the way. That, I was, that was great. I, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about that one. Very good. That being my best tweet, I don't feel great about. But, you know, I, I think Strong is a guy that maybe he has potential, but I'm not willing to wait with that backfield. They can just draft somebody next season. Plus, they have J.J. Taylor. Why would I even Why would I even think Pierre Strong is going to be anything? I don't think Taylor's going to make it through. No, no. <laughs> I'm trying Shabba. to give you some love, bro. He's not, I don't think he's going to make it, man. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, man. Feel. I agree. These These – these New England running backs, death taxes, and not knowing who to start in the New England backfield, man. Like I'm just saying, you really don't. And there's news that Todd Montgomery's getting third down work now, which is uh, yeah. Sounds like he's gonna be a thing, man. Uh, yeah. Whether you want it to or not, it's just yep. gonna be a thing. Um, last one, Phil. We'll kick it back to you. You know what I'm doing here? Jerome Ford, running back 78 on keep trade cut, not listed on the DLF ADP, and that goes up to 86 running backs. 
I'm stashing, I believe, and where you drafted him, it's worth it. Phil. Right. Yeah, I think you already know my answer. That's a stash that's anyway. Why, that's we, why it's we, we definitely we definitely love this film. Um, and the Cleveland backfield to me is kind of a conundrum at this point, but it's a possibility that if Cleveland gets enough uh, value for Kareem Hunt, if an injury happens, I think they can trade him and, you know, get the value back. And then it's possibly that Jerome Ford could possibly surpass a uh, Dearness Johnson, but I know he's going to make the roster because they're using him for special teams at this point. Um, so if there's an injury to a Chubb, that, that's happened before. Um, and they use uh, RB – uh, RB by committee there. If there is a um, Darius Johnson and a Jerome Ford, I think he can he can uh, make some noise. Did you say injury to a Chub? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. Not this make season sure, though. Make sure the Chubs lubed and it won't get hurt. And for those of you who don't right. know, the big words that Phil's getting out here: conundrum is a riddle in which a fanciful question is answered by a pun, and it's a paradoxical, insoluble, or difficult problem. Or a dilemma. So there you go. And it is also a noun. So thank do you. you also love my. Do you love my vocabulary, Mike? No, I love it. I don't. Oh, I want you. <laughs> what I do love is that you brought me this free water for the expo. But next time, get purified. Don't give me this noun. Oh my god, <laughs> purified is not good. No, it's not good. Like you using words like pros. conundrum. Conundrum. <laughs> All right, sounds like condoms. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much all we are going to have for tonight. Before we head out, I just want to remind everyone, once I get back to my show sheet, make sure you head on over to Underdog Fantasy Football. Uh, use promo code Rewind, 100% match, up to $100. Play some best ball. Hang out with us. Seat Geek, go see a sporting event or concert. Use the promo code Dynasty Rewind for $20 off your first purchase. Make sure you check out BrittianGlobal.com. Use promo code Rewinder for 10% off. All Dynasty Rewind merchandise. And don't forget patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Come be part of the best community in fantasy football. So for Chev, Pork, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Until next time, everyone, be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. <laughs>